up to 60% off Timberland jackets at DTLR Villa. Find out more about this amazing deal by going to www.millennials.us backslash shops. You're tuned into the Millennials Anonymous Podcast. Yes, it is your girl, Lise Winnie, and I am a fucking millennial. Today, we got a lot Get of stuff to talk about today. As your girl, Lise, gets you hyped and you comfortable. They need to be comfortable. WRDR and for 98.4 FM. I'm going to have to throw this bitch in the river. I got the heat on. So now I was like, the heat is on. Uh, Cause it was freezing down, yeah. Um, and like I told you, I just, I just want to be hot. It's a double untouch. I just want to be hot. I don't want to be cold anymore. Hey, everybody! Welcome back to a brand new episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. Yes, it is your girl, Lise Winnie, and I am a fucking millennial. So let's get this party started right and so quickly, okay? So we have to give a big shout out because we did have a guest last week, Mr. Shizzle from the Shizzle Show. He is a station mate from WPIR 98.4 FM. So shout out to them up there in Philly. Shout out to Trap Jesus and everybody doing big things over there. Uh, I think even Mr. Cheeks might even be over there. Like shout out to him. Like, hey, if you listen to this, you give, give me a call. Call me. I like lights camera. Okay, just give me a call. Okay, we stations, we stations. So give me a call. But shout out to them over there and all of the people doing big things at WPIR 98.4 FM. They have people all across the, the, the nation. So make sure you go to download that. It's in the Google and Apple store. So it's WPIR 98.4 FM. So you can listen to it wherever you are. 98.4 FM Godzilla Station, okay? And then uh, I cannot do this because I'm on two of the online radio station platforms. So I have to also give a big shout out to my family at WRDR. Shout out to DJ Dizzy D for allowing us to be a part of the platform. Um, he, so He's so dope. He gives so much knowledge. He's been in this game for a very long time. So much respects to him. Everybody over there in Cleveland, I think he might be, I think he's East Coast. I think he's in one of the Carolinas. So shout out to them and all of their listeners all across. They are also all across the nation. So shout out to all of those people. Appreciate you guys for being a part of this, the show and listening in. And if any of y'all want to come on, you are welcome. The door is always open. My door is open to you. Just saying. And I also want to say that we got a couple of fire interviews coming up, but I'm, I don't give you know I don't give you no sneak peek. I don't give you no PP. You can't you didn't get no peep shows over here until it's recorded because you know sometimes people don't be showing off. <laughs> and so I don't tell you anything until that shit is in the bag. Once it's in the bag and I have it on my drive, the cloud that ain't nobody seen that don't nobody. It's like heaven, like. I, I, ain't, I don't know where it be at, but it be there, okay? And until it gets to the cloud heaven, I, I don't tell you anything. Nothing. Nathan. But we got a couple of fire interviews coming up with some very interesting people. One is very controversial, and I think y'all will like that and enjoy that interview. Because y'all, y'all are like me, okay? You are my people. You like the stuff that I like. You like to have these, these uncomfortable conversations that a lot of times people don't want to have. And if you're listening to this, you are that type of person. And that is why I love you, okay? Because you are like me. I am like you. We are like us. We belong together. Mariah told us so. Okay. I also gotta so, say, shout out to K 
Kent, I couldn't get it out. Kent Wade or Kent the library guy Wade. Uh, I ordered a shirt and he has, Kent has actually been on Maps Media's platform. He wasn't, he has not been on Millennials Anonymous, but he has been on For the People, Of the People, the the political podcast. He was on the State of the Black Union, the first one, because we had two panels. He was on the first one. Very intellectual guy. He's a motivational speaker. He's so awesome. So make sure you go to his website, which is www.iamkentwade.com. And he will give you all the motivation you need. So he has a line of gear that is called Shake the Fear. So basically, it's Shake the Fear. Do you got to get through it? But it, they, this is the shirt. So I brought a shirt. If you're listening to this, you can't see it. Go to YouTube or go to our website at www.millennials. You got to put a Z on it because the millennials with an S was taken. Okay. Dot U.S. And you will be able to go under visual podcast and you will be able to see this. So make sure just put a pin in it. Say, okay, this is at the first beginning of the episode. I want to see this shirt. So now before I show you this, the shirt does not come in like this. It does not come in a half shirt. It does not come off the shoulder shirt. I did this. Okay. So when you get it, I don't want you to be like, wait a minute, least This is not the same fucking shirt. I did this, okay? This was me trying to be a fashion designer, okay? I did this. But the shirt just is a t-shirt. So if you are a gentleman and you like, I just want a fucking t-shirt, you can just order a fucking t-shirt. Like, you, you don't have to have the off the shoulders unless you want to do that, okay? If you want to do it, do it. We can be twins. Twinsies. But here's the shirt. Look, 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 look. Oh, you can't even see. Like, I had, I pulled these down so you could see it. Now I gotta pull it back up. Yeah, it's tiny. But this, that's, so that's, that's what we got um, over there. So make sure you go and you get this shirt if you really want to. And it, at the bottom, it says hashtag ambition. So make sure you follow your dreams and you shake the fear. He's so dope. So make sure you go out and support him as well. And speaking of Miss Karen L., I got a surprise in the mail. I got a surprise in the mail. I wasn't expecting it. I was like, okay, it's like Christmas to me. I'm like, oh my God, I got a box. Uh, With sending this this box out, when I tell you she is very good at marketing or, or branding, she's very, very good at that. And so she sends it out. It has all this different stuff in it. It has a shot glass and a t-shirt and a sticker and a magnet and all of these types of things like she is so good at what she does so make sure you go to sayithloud.com and you listen to her podcast and you also subscribe she has a patreon account where you get some exclusive background or some additional uh podcasts from her so make sure you go over there i'm that's the next shirt so next the next episode i will have on that shirt okay listen sidebar to a sidebar if you send me, because this stuff costs money, and I understand that it costs money for you to ship it, it costs money for you to buy it, it costs money to store inventory, it costs money to print merchandise, it costs money. This shit is not free, okay? And so that's why I'm the type of person, because I don't want to waste your money, and I understand how how hard you work, and I will wear it. Okay, and I will support you the best way that I can. Now, I'm not fucking Joe Rogan, I'm not Joe Budden, but I will fucking support the shit out of you, okay? So if you send it, I am wearing it. 
Let me, let me, I'm gonna pull it down a little bit. Let me pull it down. Plus, my, my head's looking crazy at the top anyway. So, I'm gonna pull it down a little bit. Okay, so now we got, we got all the, all this whole shirt, all the whole podcast. We gonna have this shirt on, okay? This whole podcast, we gonna have this shirt on. Shout out to her. I'm gonna wear that shirt next week. You'll see it. It's really a cute shirt. So, y- you definitely will see the shirt. So, shout out to them. That's that's all my plugged and played today. We got to get to these top 10 trending topics. But like I said, today, no guests. Just me. The Busset Challenge. Um, sidebar to a sidebar. Um, if you are my age, maybe, you know, mid-30s, um, I think we need to sit this one out. Like, it's just, it's not because it's too sexy. Fuck that. It's just that our cartilage in the knees like once you get a certain age you know it's like when you you know you have you brake pads you have a car you've had brake pads and you don't get the brake pads fixed and you hear this that's what our knees is at because we've been doing the butterfly since we about been about four okay when when that came out we about four we was doing the butterfly whoop there it is we was we was doing all of that okay so that it was it was grinding then it was grinding like it, it was it was grinding the gears it was grinding and then then tootsie roll came out butterfly on uh-uh, this oh let me see the tootsie roll and we reversed it and we doing it the other way mm-hmm. and then we doing it we doing it the other way okay and then sierra came out and she decided which her knees still work she she i think she's a, a little older i think she's a year older than me but whatever her knees still work amazing she i guess she put a little lubricant in the knees i, I don't know um or maybe it's because she's a celebrity I, I don't know whatever but she came up with this matrix shit then we up there trying to we matrixing and doing all this shit and i'm like no we can't be doing it and then still mind you the knee the cartilage is still like woo, like it, it's just like mm, mm. Stanky leg came out and it was like it was just we we had did a lot in our life and not to mention the just the regular wear and tear you know um reverse cowgirl and all that bullshit we was reading in the fucking cosmopolitan magazine okay um and work okay and all of that stuff um eventually made it impossible for us to do this busted challenge effectively okay um so we just be stiff as hell we be stiff as hell and and this is why i said we need to sit this one out it's not because we don't look good and if we do bust it let's just drop down we don't need to bounce just drop if you're gonna do it just bounce just drop down don't bounce because we be looking stiff as fuck but we be looking good okay we be looking good but we be stiff um so maybe sit this one out but that's what that's why this came back up and i'll tell you the rest later because you know i'm long with this fuck we gotta get to the top 10 trending topics of the week let's get to these top 10 trending topics of the week so the inauguration of joe biden goes off without a hitch it actually went off pretty well if i must say so myself the theme of the day was unity and i think that they did a pretty damn good job of showcasing how america needs to come together by bringing in people from all different walks of life into the inauguration and they said the oath absolutely correct because back when justice roberts swore in obama and he fucked up the oath and if you know anything about the oath that they have to take it has to be said exact it's 16 words i believe but it has to be said exactly right because if you say anything wrong 
you cannot take the off like you have to take you have to say this exactly right and when you go back and look at the tapes because back when it was happening i didn't understand why matter of fact no i was actually at no i didn't watch it on tv because i was there so i actually did go to that inauguration when you know where you could go outside and shit and I, I didn't see it as it was happening because we were so far back. But when I rewatched it, I was wondering, I was like, why is he, why is his face all like that? When he, cause you, as soon as it happened, you saw Obama when he was like, N-, like he just, you seen it. Like the heat that just swelled up, probably, you could probably feel his pulse radiating <laughs> from over the head. He was there. But, you know, they, it went off without a hitch. Justice Roberts was the one who actually did uh, swear in Joe Biden with. It, it didn't have any issues. Now, people was making fun of the Bible. And it was like, what is going on? He got this big, this big book from Harry Potter. Like, what we, we doing? And I'm like, listen, because I, I was like, that was a big Bible. But it, it was in his family for many years. And he has used this Bible from every office he's ever taken. And he has been sworn in on. He's used this Bible. And I'm like, listen, how, Joe, how old is you really? Like, is you really like a vampire or something? Because that is a relic. Like, that that needs to be in a museum. Like, I, I've never seen a Bible that looks like that. Like, woo! Like, that's, that's some history for you, Uncle Joe. Like, wait a minute. But Joe... His suit was looking crispy. He was, he was, he was looking okay. He did a good job on the speech. I think he did a very good job. And of course, the people that they had, Lady Gaga, she sang, I think, the national anthem. Now, I don't know what she was going with. Betsy Ross. It, so it was a combination of Lady Liberty, Betsy Ross, and the Hunger Games. And I, I wasn't, I, I think she was going for theater because that's what I got when she sung the song. I was like, okay, this, this reminds me of like Broadway. Like, and I was thinking to myself, like, was Beyonce not? free like i don't know where she was at because it's quarantine i was like she could have been there um or whatever but then j-lo j-lo is an amazing performer an amazing dancer but when she's not performing you gotta sit there and really listen to the vocals and for me it just wasn't one of them things where it was like okay yes like i heard people say this is iconic but i think it's more iconic because in the middle of it she started speaking spanish now i know it fucked a lot of people up because a lot of people was like okay what is happening is she speaking in tongues i'm not really sure like I, it, it just it kind of it threw everybody off they was like oh she feeling it especially black people was like oh she feeling it she, she's i'm a janitor we was like woo yes honey and then it was like no she's speaking spanish um, you know, for those of you who didn't know, she said, a nation under God, indivisible, with freedom and justice for all. The highlight, of course, of everybody's day was Amanda Gorman, who is a poet. Okay, so she is, tw- I think she's 25. So, so I think she's 25 years old. She's a, a poet, amazing, amazing woman, amazing poet. And she really summed up the day. Of now to see a historic event of Kamala Harris be sworn into office. So Kamala Harris has broken that glass ceiling. Not only is she a woman, which is the first, she will be the first woman at this high of office in the United States ever. Okay. And then not only is she a woman, she's a woman of color. 
Michelle Obama came in there looking amazing. And I was like, okay, the queen is here. Beyonce who, baby? A hair. I don't know. Maybe they, I don't know what they use. Uh, what they put, they put spritz on that. Because it was like, that was, it wasn't moving, baby. Not a hair out of place. And I looked it up because they was like, you can get her outfit. And it was like $1,700. I was like, woo, her, she, she got different kind of pockets. And my pockets ain't that deep. She got pockets in pockets in pockets. And of course, Bernie Sanders becomes a meme and he's everywhere. And he is now taking some 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 interest in it and he is starting a fun i guess it's a fundraiser where he's going to donate all of the money to charity i think it's a food i think it's a food charity happened and speaking of which joe biden signed a barrage of executive orders yeah 17 to be total in a whole day this this is a record according to yahoo news and some of those executive orders include extending the nationwide pause on student loan repayments until september the 30th now listen y'all listen uncle y'all um and sally may and navin and all the other people that got student loan because technically they're privatized but they house the student law like it, it's a whole thing but anyway joe if y'all can wait a whole year to get y'all money do you really need it you know what I mean? Like, Joe, let's 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 really have a conversation. Let's sit down and talk about this. Do you really need it if this is what you're doing? Like, if y'all, listen, I ain't never been able to wait a whole year for somebody to give me back my money if I needed it. So I think y'all don't really need it. So maybe we should have just look at, maybe consider, maybe not, maybe getting rid of it. You know what I mean? Just, just consider it because um, maybe apparently y'all don't need it. And Donald Trump, is he's gone because he's not on Twitter. So it almost seems normal. cheesy. But it appears that he's not going away. He is trying to start the Patriot Party. What is his hell? Like, it's going to be one of them. I wouldn't go to that party. Like, oh, okay. Like, you know, it's one of them parts of, woo, that might not be. I, I don't know if I want to be over there. Like, that just seemed like a lot of danger. This is a lot of anger. Okay. A lot of rage. Okay. A lot of conspiracy theories. Um, that, that just sounds like a cult. And Donald Trump had a pardon. Speaking of parties. Donald Trump had a pardon party. He was pardoning everybody. He pardoned Desiree Perez, Steve Bannon, Michael Flynn, Lil Wayne, and Kodak Black. And clearly, he didn't read shit on any of these people because even the person like, because he, okay, Kodak Black, because the federal gun charges, because he tried to take a gun to Canada, I believe, which is just, okay, sidebar to a sidebar. None of these people he pardoned are going to do anything positive for society. Like, it, it just was like, let me, can, can I, y'all just send me all the people that ain't going to do shit. Like, I need all of them. Like, it's not like he pardoned people that was innocent and or people that were innocent that are in jail that needed to get out. Or he didn't pardon people that had did what they are in jail for, but really have been reformed and they want to get out and really make a difference in their community. No, none of that. Nope none of that none of that at all not no nope, none of them none of those people <laughs> were there none of those people were on this pardon party none of them were in attendance everybody did that shit like we we sit up there some people like yeah you let all these people I'm like nope everybody that he pardoned did that shit like it, it's not like they didn't do that like and you could have kept some of them in there like even kodak black he got pardoned on the federal charges but he's still facing sexual assault charges from an incident back in 2016 where he bit a woman's neck and her breast allegedly 
in South Carolina, and no pardon can get rid of that because it's not a federal charge. It's a state charge. About your arrest. So record. he's still looking at 30 years. Listen. Okay. And he's 23 years old. So I think when that happened, that would make him, what, like 19? Um, I, I get that people make mistakes, but uh, if this is true, I, I, come on now. he needed to sit all the way down. He came out with a song and supported Donald Trump, but the benefit is for all most of us is that we don't know what he's saying anyway. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you can translate it, maybe I'll read, listen to it and be like, okay, or I'll read the transcript and I'll be like, okay, all right, I get what he's saying. But mostly, I don't be, I don't know what he be saying. So it, it I, whatever mm -hmm. at this point. But yes, that's who he let out. I'm like, okay, oh, this is what we, this is what we working with. And speaking of a 19 year old, there's another one who is in trouble yeah he's probably gonna be locked up so a 19 year old who works at a kroger grocery store stole listen to this one million dollars through return Bruh. and they said the returns range from anywhere between 17 and 87 listen um sidebar i used to work at a grocery store over probably 15 years ago now and you needed an override to to return stuff and i'm just sitting there thinking like he couldn't have did this shit by himself and on top of that i don't even think they have eighty-seven thousand dollars worth of food in the store like unless y'all are selling cars what the fuck would he return like are y'all who is working in that back office where it's like, oh, 87,000, oh, that sounds about right. Like, no, like you would never get $87,000 worth of returns ever. The reason how he got caught, not the people in the store that saying, oh, he brought two cars because he, he brought two because he crashed one. So he got another one. Okay. He didn't even get that one fixed. He just like, I'm a millionaire. I got two cars. One for the stealing, one for the low. And so he went and got another car. He came in there with clothes and shoes. And I was like, nobody suspected shit. Like, he's working at a Kroger, for God's sake. Like, nobody said, oh, well, this seems a little odd. You know, and every day he's returning stuff. Now, we've had people that did that. But never a, mi a million dollars. And his name is Trey Brown. And he got caught by corporate. So corporate was the ones that were starting to see the anomalies and the numbers. It was like, why is the store in Georgia having so many returns? Like this just this doesn't make any sense. And then they caught him. Now they said he did send back an, a certain amount of money. Um, they didn't say an undisclosed amount of money. They didn't say how much money he returned, but he is probably going to be facing a shit ton of time in prison. So maybe the lesson is don't put a 19 year old in a back cash room whatever and larry king passes away at the age of 87 he was absolutely iconic we remember his suspenders and he has interviewed everybody rest easy and we also have another rest easy for hank aaron who was 86 years old baseball legend home run king shot one and keisha cole versus ashanti happened now listen this was one of them things where it didn't need to happen. Like, I, I I, told you I fucks with Ashanti. I, I know Billboard said Keisha Cole won, but I, I really don't believe she did. Like, to me, I think Ashanti won, and that's what I said with the verses. You were never really, it's really going to be based on who you fuck with, who you think won. Keisha was over an hour late 
then Keisha Cole got there. I think she must have had a fight in the car. Like she was cussed somebody out in the car because when she got there, she was rolling eyes. She was already agitated when she sat down. And so the sound was off. It, it just wasn't good. And the the song choices was weird. Like they, it didn't seem like neither one of them really took time to realize that this was a battle that you were supposed to be putting songs up against the other person's songs based on what you thought was a better hit or better pairing like i felt like some of the song pairings were a little weird i think it was a mess keisha cole kept getting up like it was like girl like how is it that y'all was already a month late and still was late you still wasn't ready yet like y'all had extra time this got pushed back twice Yo, extra time. Keisha Cole sat down. She didn't even apologize for being late. She didn't say nothing. She didn't know how the rules work. Apparently, she's never watched the verses. So it was like, what? Like, you never? Like, you've not seen verses at all? Like, they didn't have nobody that could get her water. Like, nobody. The vocals was kind of like sketchy on both sides of the microphone. Like, it just, it wasn't. It just wasn't working. Now, and in new leak footage of the documentary Donda, per Hip Hop DX, Conway, Kanye West is seen in action as he screams at Chance the Rapper. Um, are you really surprised that Kanye West has a temper? Like that, that should not shock anyone. Like I mean, really, really, this should shock absolutely no one and the chiefs in the books are going to the super bowl yes so tom brady is going to number 10 this is his 10th super bowl and he has six rings already so we will see if he wait because he's already got the infinity gauntlet so i don't know what's next um so i guess he could have seven now listen because i know people say oh he's the best of all time he is an amazing quarterback i will never take that away from him the the game has changed the game is not the same um the rules have changed of course to protect the players so this this is all offense this is an offensive league the super bowl gonna be 75 to 79 it's just this is this is where we at just it's not a defensive game anymore so we don't really have the defense like we used to because you there are limitations on what you can and cannot do so for you to take away from those quarterbacks that played in an era where you you could get hit like the quarterback could get hit like we we not we're not doing that we're not gonna do that and like i said i'm not gonna take away from his winning power either but let's kind of look at it from both sides of the spectrum uh, I don't know if I watch it. Like I said, I, I don't really have a dog in this race. I don't really care for either team. So it's like, ah. And we stuck at home. So it's not like we're going to be having like a Super Bowl party or whatever. But whatever. So I, I don't know. But this has been the top 10 trending topics of the week. Let's get into these topics of the day. Sacrifices that we made. Top 10 trending topics. Let's get into these topics of the day. So let's talk about it. Do we have too much sexually explicit content out there? Is it too much sexually explicit content in music and influencers on social media? So I asked the question, a few people commented, but people liked it, but only a few people commented. And the consensus was yes. And the reason why, like I said earlier, is because of this busted challenge. So the busted challenge happened and somebody made a comment about, you know, how is your children going to feel about seeing you doing this busted challenge? And I think that 
what we have to do and and he's this person is not the only person that said this this has actually been happening for a while i've been seeing a lot of men who have been saying that there's too much sexually explicit content we've seen this with you know snoot dog coming out saying it's too much CeeLo green and all of these people so there's a lot of men that have been saying that it's too much now one of the things that i always say is you should always figure out why something makes you feel that way sometimes you will never know the whys but it will help you understand a little bit better about yourself and i say that to say that we chose this culture and and it's funny to me when i hear men say that because i'm like Pornhub is doing well okay they about to go public and everything porn is a billion dollar industry it's not struggling so somebody's watching it only fans is soaring somebody's subscribing so apparently you don't mind seeing naked women I guess it's naked if you skinny is naked if you like me a little got a little bit of cushion you know if you don't look all the way good yeah you naked so naked or naked tomato tomato y'all don't mind seeing titties it's not the titties that bothers you it's not the ass that bothers you it's something else that is bothering you because like i said porn is booming business is booming in porn always has been and the majority of the people that are subscribing and buying this content there are some ladies that enjoy these images but mostly it's men they put these sexually explicit content all over the place in male driven areas it is not that men don't want to see it it's men they are making this content because men like it and men are supporting it yes there have been people that the people at the top have pushed on us and we have rejected them as a culture and so there's people that we have completely rejected but one of the things that we have not rejected as a culture is this sexually explicit content because even if the person goes away we will replace somebody and put them right back in that spot because deep down inside we like it we like it and like i told him with with this society right you notice that the things that get the most attention are sexually explicit content you have a whole lane of people that just talk about sex just because or post these sex sexually explicit comments or topics or pictures to get attention when you look on social media those are the ones that get all the attention especially as a woman the only way you will stand out is having sexy ass pictures on instagram if you don't have that you're not going to stand out. You're just, you're, men will look right. The women that they say they want, they look past them. And, and I'll hear some, no, not me. I'm different. Like, no, you the same. There's very few men. It makes them feel good to say, oh, you don't have to do that. Oh, you know, no. But they're still looking at it. You know, what I like it, it just, it's, it's bizarre that it starts to become less about the sexually explicit content and openness than it does about controlling what women or what people can put out there 
Because at the end of the day, there are women and artists and podcasters that don't do that. And if that is what you see on your timeline, you got to start looking at you. What I explained to this person is, it's not that you have women that are sexually open and explicit. It's that it's all we see. This is all we see. So if we saw more of a diversity of people and you had different types of people out there, you would be able to better accept the fact that you have some people that are openly sexual. But because that's not what we have, and we only have these few pockets of people, and all of them seem to be talking about the same thing, it gets redundant. I'm not going to lie to you. Sometimes, even for me, it, it gets redundant to see these same, like, especially, unfortunately, I'm not trying to pick on anybody, but let's take female rappers, because this is where a lot of this conversation has stemmed from. When you see a lot of the female rappers, they tend to be the same. They're all talking about the same types of content. They're all talking about the same types of images. They're all dressed the same. The hair's the same. The the looks the same. The everything is the same. Like you literally could take one out and put the other one in, and you wouldn't even notice. You would say, "Oh, she look a little different today," but you would still vibe with it. You wouldn't even blink an eye, and I think that's why, even in today's time, when you talk about music longevity. And in influencer longevity is so quick because there is no distinction between them. They are the same. And I think that can get a little bit redundant. But I think the issue is, is that that is all that's out there. So when we see it, it appears that that's all that's there. But it's not. So I was like, we have people like Jeanette Monet, and we have people like Jasmine Sullivan, and we have all of these people out there, and we even have other rappers out there that aren't doing this, but you don't follow them. You cannot get mad at society for putting this in your face if you've not made the effort to go out to not follow this, because clearly if this is all you see on your timeline... If you follow people that do this and it bothers you, you need to reevaluate you because it's something that you are drawn to people that do the explicit content that you don't like and you claim you don't like. But deep down inside, you really like it because your timeline would look like that. So you you cannot we we can't do that. Now, I do think that. Overall, we probably should do a better job of maybe exposing some of these people that aren't the same and doing a better job of promoting some of these musicians that aren't the same. I don't mind a Cardi. I don't mind a Meg. I don't mind these people. But one of the things I can tell you is I, I was following Meg. I don't follow her anymore because after a while, it was like she's twerking on the plane. She's twerking on the side. She's twerking on the pool. She's twerking on the stage. I was like, okay, I'm going to need you to read a book or something. Like, this is a lot. Like, it, it, it's I don't mind seeing your ass, but it's like every time, like, can we, I, I need you to have some more depth to what it is that you do. I don't mind if this comes with it. Like, I'm not them dudes. Oh, you can't. I don't mind if this comes with it, baby. But can you give me something else too? D show me something else. Let us get to know you. You can bring this with it all day. Your ass is amazing. But can, can, we, can we add to it? 
So I don't think that this is what's out there, especially for black women, because for a long time, black women didn't own their sexuality. We didn't have the, the option to be able to put out our sexuality. For God's sakes, there was stuff out there saying that black women's sex drives was a craviest and we we had this high sex drive. And that's why when black women were getting raped back in the day, that technically it wasn't rape because their sex drive was so high and white men were doing them a favor. And so black women had to kind of, in order to not perpetuate the stereotype, they had to reel that back in. And so they became very like, oh, no, you can't, you can't, we can't do this. We can't say that. But there were some people out there that were, there are, if you go back in the fifties, there are some songs that are out there that is like, what the fuck is this? Th this music has always been there, but the difference is it wasn't the only music that was out there. So because it wasn't the only music that was out there, if you wanted to hear this, you could go, you knew where to find it. But now it just seems like this is all we got. So I don't think that people like Cardi and Meg and Erica and all these people should go away. I think we should add in more people that are more like those Lauren Hill type people. And But it's going to take us as a society in order to fix it. Because the biggest issue about sex in this country and a lot of other countries is that we don't talk about it. Most people's first time understanding and seeing sex is through porn. And then you build people that are kind of like desensitized from explicit content so it's sort of like us like when you start off with the gore and the blood like this movies that you go back and you'll look at like like jurassic park like oh that was weak that was phony oh that was so phony because we are now desensitized to it because we have now seen because i watched the boys on amazon prime go watch it if you haven't seen it over the weekend and the amount of gore and the shoulder faces really being bashed in and the blood squeezing out the necks and we are now desensitized to that so that stuff that we've seen before like oh that's baby stuff oh that's nothing we we have moved gradually moved to a place where we have to be shocked and that is the same thing that happens with sexually explicit images you start off watching a play watch, looking at a playboy magazine then that's not enough doesn't get you all then you go from the playboy and then you start seeing the tapes and you start watch that then you watch you know just basic action then eventually it progresses to something else when well, now you watching machine sex and then by the time you finish you at feet porn like it, it just it it's a, it's progression to this and maybe showcase some more diversity of the different types of things that are out there like you can be because even if uh, people don't want to be like these people they think well i can only be you know popular on social media or i can only get attention if i'm doing this so basically what you have to do now is start supporting the people that aren't doing that so you support the people that do it and you support the people that aren't doing it at the same rates and that's why representation truly does matter. But let's talk a little bit about race and this country. So basically the topic of the day is, are we calling racism in a crowded theater or is America afraid to look in the mirror? And the reason why is because I'm a big Bill Maher fan. I, I can appreciate Bill Maher. I know there's some people that really, really fucks with Bill Maher. And I know there's some people that don't fuck with Bill Maher. And I'm, I kind of can appreciate Bill Maher. I like people who are outspoken. I like people who can speak 
their mind and, and be free and, and not really worry as much about the consequences of what they're saying because they understand the gravity of what they're saying and what they're they're saying needs to be said so i can appreciate a person like that also he does do a good job of bringing in multiple sides of the story so he brings in the liberals he brings in the conservatives he he brings in a bunch of different people and if anybody knows about trying to do that it's it's me so i can appreciate him trying to hear different sides of the story but the reason why I'm talking about this today is because I was watching Bill Maher's episode from last Friday. And one of the conversations, the tone of the show to me, of course, it's a political show, but the tone of the show to me was more so about race. Like the, the one thing that I pulled out from it was race. And he had Quamel Foster, I believe his name is. He's the podcast host of The Fifth Column. And he's like a founder of like this tech company. He's a black guy. He's doing very well for himself. I think he's a libertarian or if he's not a libertarian, he's definitely an independent. I don't I, I don't know what his political background is, but he's definitely not a Democrat and he's not a Republican. So he's he's was on there. Very articulate guy. But one of the things that because I didn't know anything about him, the t watching Bill Maher was the first time I've ever seen this guy. And he's a black guy that believes in getting rid of race. So he believes that you shouldn't talk about race. Race is not an issue. The issues in this country that people are putting race on are not truly the issues. It, it's other things because uh, so there was a couple of things they talked about on the show. And so Bill Maher has his his own issues with with censorship. He believes that millennials are like snowflakes and, and we, you know, the liberals are snowflakes and Democrats are snowflakes. And, and we don't, you know, we so super uber sensitive, which is funny coming from a guy who is upset that he can't say the N word um, or to be you know somebody is going to call him on things that make them uncomfortable that that's hilarious that we're snowflakes but okay but when this guy says that he wants to get rid of racism black people are one of the first and even bill Maher said this black people, we don't want to talk about racism and race all day long that is not what we want to do we don't want to we wish we did not have to do it we wish we didn't but we didn't create racism this did not start with us. We didn't create it. We we're not keeping it going. These are things that are just happening. Uh, Mr. Foster also believed that systemic racism is a term that he doesn't like to use because it doesn't focus on where the, the things start. So he was talking about poverty. And he was like, well, you know, they're poor white people. And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. There's poor white people. There's rich black people. That is 100% true. But what it doesn't do is look at the different elements. So he was saying, well, you know, there's different reasons why those people are poor or black people. They also talk about coronavirus are dying from coronavirus at higher rates. He was saying like they live usually live in urban centers and a lot of white people live in the suburbs and all of these types of things. Which is hilarious to me that the next question is, okay, well, why do they own most black people populate in these urban centers? So the fact that him and, and Mr. Foster believe that there's no hints of, well, I guess Bill did say that there was some hints of, like you said, with the wealth gap in this country, there are some reasons why that is. Um, but Mr. Foster doesn't believe so. He believes that there's poor white people just as much as there's poor black 
people without taking into account that you we just had Jim Crow. We had people that was alive during Jim, my grandmother was alive during Jim Crow. These people are not even dead yet. Like, what is you talking about? Like, I, I get what you're trying to say. And I do agree. And I'll probably piss some people off right here. That there are some times where we put race in stuff that it doesn't need to be there. And I, I agree with him. But everything is not necessarily just going to be, okay, I don't see color anymore. People will always see color. I we're all people. At the end of the day, we are all people. We are all God's creatures. The difference between white people and black people is the, the amount of melanin in your skin. But other than that, we're all the same. We are the same species. We are all people. I get that. But black people couldn't build equity in houses and land and ownership for many years. That is going to impact your offspring. There's a reason why there is a wealth gap that does have to do with race. And it is not anything that black people did. Black people didn't do that. Do you really think that we want to talk about it if we didn't have to? But it's there. Like if you're doing a science experiment and you see that you have right, you have white rats and brown rats. And you notice that the white rats are getting to the cheese and the brown rats are not getting to the cheese. You're not going to sit there and say, oh, well, they're all rats. You're going to start to look at other elements. Why is it that the white rats can get to the cheese and the brown rats cannot? It's actually taking an evidence and looking at, okay, there's something here. Why can't these group of people get here? Or why are there so few of them that get here? There have been more women than men for a long time. We just had our first female vice president ever. There's a reason why she wasn't able to get there. And it wasn't, or women were not able to get there. And it's not necessarily because they were women. It was because of sexism. We're not going to sit here and pretend like this is not a fact. Yes, it's uncomfortable. We all wish we didn't have to address it. No, as a black person, I don't want to walk into a room and every white person say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for what my, my ancestors did to you. And I'm sorry. No, we don't want that either. But what we're not going to do is sit here and pretend like talking about racism makes people more racist. It, it, completely the opposite. If you're saying, because his fear was that if you do racial sensitivity training, basically what would happen is that people would start to see more racism when there was no racism as a, you know, and that would be a problem to white people as opposed to him saying, well, if people are seeing more racism now, is it possible that it was always there, but people didn't have the gall or the balls to say anything because they were afraid of losing their job. Black people in the workplace didn't need somebody to tell me that I was uncomfortable in a white space. I didn't need somebody to come in. Oh, you know, this thing called racism. Like who is, there are some people. I'm not going to say that there's no people. There are some people that try to make something or blame their issues on not doing stuff on the fact that, the, oh, the man got us down. There's some, but most black people don't do that. We just trying to make it. The most patriotic people in this fucking country are black people. We are the only people that have had a country that will continuously try to put us down. They literally kept us as slaves, made sure that through Jim Crow, we couldn't have redlined us and made sure that we could not have. And we still 
fought for this country. We support this country. We still stand for the flag in this country. We do everything that we can for this country, despite the history in this country. So for you to say, oh, no, we shouldn't talk about it with a country that was built on racism because race is a social construct that people created in order to segregate people and to justify why they were enslaving people. I, I get it. But at the same time, we're not going to sit here and pretend like years and years and years and years and years and years of bad treatment is going to go away overnight. It's just not. You still, these people are still alive. People that literally lived in Jim Crow are still alive and they had children and they passed down their ideologies to their children and then they passed it down to their children. And it, it, you, in order for this to go away, if you just say, oh, well, you know, there's no race at all. It's it's not because what are you going to tell people don't talk about it in a house like you I don't understand how you how do you do that? In other words, we would just be lying to ourselves because human beings, we survive for, for thousands of years, however old the earth is thousands of years through being in a small group. We are tribal. We are a tribal species. That is how we survive. So we put people in groups out of survival if it's not race, we will find another because you see it even in cultures that are all black. You see it in cultures that are all white. They find other ways to segregate people like this is listen, you can get rid of that. That don't be nice for the racist white people who don't have to address why they say what they say. But at the end of the day, it's not going to end what you think it's going to end. It's just going to make people say, oh, well, the reason why I'm not hiring you is not because you're black. It's because you have on a brown, a brown dress. I don't, uh, you know, I don't like brown. They're just going to make other excuses for why that is as opposed to really addressing the issue. Let's let, let me, let me do this. So if you are a newer podcaster, if you are a smaller podcaster, this is for you. Okay. I am also a small podcaster. And if you want to be heard and you want to be seen, one of the best ways to do that is to reach out to somebody in their DM and say, hey, I listen to your platform. Or I saw that you followed me. And that is so dope. So I went and looked at your platform. I see you're a podcaster as well. I would love to collaborate with you or I would love to have a conversation with you about your platform. And maybe we can talk about different ways that maybe we can work together or ways that we both can improve. Would you be open to that? If you do that, this is typically what's going to happen. I'm going to go look at your page. If I don't follow you on social media, I'm probably going to start following you. The next thing is going to happen is I'm going to listen to your content. I'm going to go watch your video. I'm going to go listen to your content because in that message, you're going to send that to me. And then I'm going to listen to it more than two seconds. Because now I'm interested in you. I want to know more about you. There is a better way to get because you don't want somebody to listen to your podcast once and then never listen to it again. That's dumb. You need to create a building of a pipeline of people. One of the first ways to do that is find out who would listen to your content. I've li I'm literally working on this as you're working on it. And I've already learned through the mistakes what I was trying to do was get anybody to listen to it because I'm like oh my podcast is so dope if people listen to it they're gonna love it that is not true you need to find people that like your content 
wherever those people are those are the people you want because basically what you're gonna have to do if this is how you're doing it you would have to continuously do that every time you have a episode you would have to come back in my dm or somebody else's dm and say hey can you watch my content you're, you're never gonna grow because people watch it for two seconds or they listen to it for two seconds take a screenshot and then they send it and if i comment my podcast don't reply with your podcast in the facebook groups don't do that the only time you do that is if i if somebody asks you so people say okay here's my podcast go and put your podcast here then you do that but if somebody else is doing that don't don't you do it too like that how much sense does that make it makes no sense the same thing for the follow for follow so the only people that benefit in the facebook groups the follow for follow are the people that start it so basically all you're getting is one like out of this whole lane of 300 people who liked it you're getting one like and the person will probably unfollow you on facebook or youtube or the so the podcasting platforms or they'll never listen to it that benefits you not at all i've also had people say okay can you go on itunes and leave a comment it doesn't matter about how many people comment on your podcast if no one is listening to it you will never move up the charts you will never it's not about the quantity it is about the quality of people that are listening and consuming your content that is when you start to really move markers so if more people like you connect with people that like your content they will market your content you need to find those people find them those are the people that you need to connect with not anybody not just random people not like a lot of the podcasters will be your first audience yes they will be your first audience because they want to support you and as a good podcaster you're going to listen to other people's podcasts because if you're a baby podcaster like me you need to find out okay what the fuck is out there what are people doing what makes what am i going to do on my platform that's different from their platform if i don't know what their platform is doing i can't be different i need to know what my competition is doing if you are going to start a business you do a swat right you do you're going to do a competition analysis you're going to see what's out there you're going to study the market is it too saturated? Who is thriving in this market? Who is failing in this market? What is the most listened to podcast out there or the most like business out there? You're going to do that. Who is my audience? All of these things are stuff you would do in a business. A podcast should be the same way. It's a business. So you want people to consume your content because your content is the service of your podcast. That That's your, that's your product. So now your content is your product. So you need to find out who's going to consume it. Stop that. Like, I, I, that is one of the most, like, the first couple times I was like, oh, okay. But by the 30th time, I was like, okay, this is getting a little much. Another pet peeve of mine, since I'm on a rant, do not tag people in your posts unless you ask them. If they're in the post, tag away. If they are in the post or the post is about them or you've talked to them about this post, if you know them, if you talk to them, if you're close to them, you can tag them. If I've never talked to you because I've had this happen a couple of times, do not tag me in your post. 
don't do that because i get why you do it the more people you tag the more people see it i get the marketing ploy but do you know how that looks to the person that you're tagging if you've never tagged you've never shared their content you've never liked my content you've never commented on my content you've never but you're using my audience in order to get seen don't do that because you're burning bridges unnecessarily the best way if you want to get open to my con my audience is invite me on your show or ask me can you come on my show this is not joe rogan you can come on my platform it, I, I don't i don't have a waiting list out the door i'm not beyond say like I, i'm just a regular schmegler girl do it that way that makes the most sense don't do that. that that is one of the first ways i'm like okay this why are you doing it like I, I i don't i don't understand especially even the person's tagging you in the post and it's something that you it does has don't have shit to you wouldn't have commented on this you wouldn't have liked it like you don't know me at all don't do that there's better ways to do it and i can guarantee you the way that i'm telling you is going to work a lot better because you're going to create a connection the way to really move up in any business entity or industry is who you know so you don't know who i know unless you know who i know and the only way to know who i know is to know me you can't get to know me by jumping in my go like my stuff because i can guarantee you we're gonna have one conversation that's gonna be the end of it tagging me and stuff that i've never met you i'm never gonna do that and i'm not just talking about me personally i just mean any podcaster out there any podcaster out there or content creator out there these rules apply to every and now i understand why sometimes when i used to reach out to people they didn't respond to me and it was because i did not ask them right you sometimes you have to do give people the with them what's in it for me all right, this has been another episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. Yes, um, I want you guys to know, so we will have a podcast and conference coming up in September, which will help a lot of the smaller platforms. We're going to be talking to different podcasters in this game who've been in this game for a while, who can speak from experience, who have done this, who have become successful. So that would be September 25th to the 26th. Um, it's going to be that weekend. It's virtual. So if you are in, you know, Wyoming or you are in Florida or, or Texas or wherever you are, you can you can attend. It, it doesn't matter where you are actually physically located because it's virtual. And we did it like that, not only because of COVID, but also because it will expand who can see it and who can contribute to it right now we actually are looking for podcast speakers and conference speakers so make sure you go to millennials.us under conference so that you can sign up uh the tickets won't open until march i think it's sometime in march so you will be able to get your registration in march so make sure you do that and if you are a sponsor and you want to sponsor make sure you also go to millennials.us and just click on contact us and we will be glad to speak to you i don't know why i'm hitting my fist thank you we will be back again bye